Hi there, you're listening to Broadcast Commissioning Chats, the podcast delivered to you by the Commissioner Index. Hi there, I'm Alice Redmond, Senior Media Researcher from the Commissioner Index. I'm here today talking to Rick Murray, Managing Director and Executive Producer at Workerbee. Workerbee are a Manchester-based indie who specialise in what they call factual storytelling that fascinates and entertains. And today we're going to talk about one of their very exciting upcoming programmes, Elba V Block, which was one of the first UK commissions from the highly anticipated short-form mobile-only platform Quibi. So to jump straight in, how did the idea come about and how did it end up at Quibi? So we developed the idea Elba versus Block about a year and a half before Quibi. We even knew about Quibi. And we actually developed it with Netflix in mind or YouTube. It definitely lent itself to short form. We had quite a long development with it with Netflix we budgeted it up uh, but in the end they just didn't feel that it, it was quite right for their platform and I think it was the fact that it was a series of stunts the, the idea of the show is that Idris Elba takes on you know one of the one of the world's best known drivers Ken Block who's got a billion hits on YouTube from doing car stunts takes him on to see if he can match him at a series of car stunts and it's a bit of fun you know it's not a serious competition it's a sort of entertaining bit of fun but I think that Netflix felt that one stunt per episode in a half hour episode it sort of felt like the build-up to that stunt it would it, it might feel a bit protracted so when Quibi came along and they were looking for short form content of around the eight minute mark this just felt perfect because actually eight minutes is you know each stunt takes about eight minutes so you can literally just cut to the chase and, and have Idris taking on Ken Block each quibby is a stunt. It's a series of stunts over eight episodes and then you see, you find out who wins at the end. So how did we come about to pitch it? it was So Jeffrey Katzenberg, very shortly after the launch of Quibi, did a tour of the UK, met a lot of indies, met a lot of people and he came to Endemol Shine in Shepherd's Bush and all the Endemol Shine indies sent someone down to pitch. In our case, it was our head of development, Ben, because both myself and Michelle, the creative director, were away. So it fell to him on his own to go and pitch in front of both all the other Endemol Shine companies, which is not something that we usually do, but also Jeffrey Katzenberg, the ex-CEO of Disney and DreamWorks. <laughs> so it must have been a very nerve-wracking experience for him. But I hear that apparently when, when Jeffrey was briefing the companies about what he was looking for before people started pitching he said that he was looking for a car show and also he would love to work with Idris Elba so I think at that point Ben probably thought right I've really if we don't get this I've got to really mess this <laughs> mess this pitch up <laughs> and fortunately we had a really good sizzle and Ben did a great job kept his cool and pitched it really well and they offered more or less on the spot which never happens in TV but they were on a they were on a shopping spree you know they were going around and just sort of buying as much content as possible and they were also keen to get brands and names that have some tangibility that people know to come to their platform and so Idris Elba huge Hollywood star TV star and Ken Block who's had you know hundreds of millions of, of YouTube hits and has uh, you know got something like 25 million YouTube followers so it just made sense I think you know for them launching a platform to get those guys on it which was great for us and so you said the format of your pitch was a sizzle mm. yeah it was a sizzle and it was a fairly polished well-designed proposal or as the Americans call it a deck mm. and, and and I think a deck is a bit different to a proposal a proposal is a, quite a British way of pitching uh, a show which is a very very detailed essay on, on what the show will be and the thesis behind it and you know the running order of the program whereas an American deck is a PowerPoint presentation mainly consists of pictures 
and flashy design it sort of very very simply sets out the structure but you always have to have very very early on in that presentation a, a 60 second or 90 second maximum promo that has been edited to within an inch of its life <laughs> and that's exactly what we had with Elba versus Glock they were very very glossy promo style material it's how the americans are used to buying and if they see if they get all that gloss and it's all packaged it feels like they know right we know exactly what we're getting you've made the program for us here's the money go away and go away and make it and was that your experience with uh, netflix and other kind of american svod yeah that's companies? how that's how we pitched to netflix and and amazon hbo max now disney plus before platforms came along we had a lot of experience pitching to the likes of discovery and national geographic who also like to be pitched to in in that manner so we were already doing it for the american cable channels and and we just sort of took what we were doing for them and started doing it for the SVOD platforms as they emerged. And in terms of building relationships with those kind of American channels, do you tend to do that through an agent or is this all kind of self-relationship? It's just, just been plugging away at sort of meeting the right people for years now. <laughs> sort of personally, I, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, good contacts who I've worked with closely who have moved into commissioning at some of the platforms and it's all about it's it's all about get you know you have to build a it's it's a reputation based business you have to build a reputation for delivering great content and the more people that you can deliver great content for the better you know Alex Montalvo who works at Quibi used to work at Discovery Channel with delivered content for them Sean Hancock, who works at Netflix, used to be a commissioner here for BBC Three, and we've made shows for him. So I think that it's just about never letting a client down and then hoping that they end up in different places where they remember the good work and the hard work that you've done for them, then continuing and building on those relationships. And, and also, at the same time, understanding the places where they work and coming in with with ideas specifically made for them i think in the uk we we adopt a bit more of a scattergun development approach sometimes and commissioners quite like that you can go into channel four with a with a bunch of top lines and you can sit in the room and knock the idea around and uh, the commissioners like to develop the idea with you and then you might come back later with a proposal and think it through and then do a paid development and maybe right at the end something slightly polished and glossy will come out of it like a sizzle tape or a taster tape but actually i think it puts most uk commissioners off if you come in with really tightly like finely tuned ideas they want to develop it with you and they want it to be a rough diamond and they want to pick it and work with you whereas it's just the other other side of the coin really pitching to the us they want one pitch from you they want it to be completely packaged ready to go all the materials to be polished and for them to imagine well actually that's he's the word imagine for them not not to have to imagine what the show is like it's like this is the show would you like it this is how much it costs We've signed this guy up to direct it. These are the presenters in it and it's ready to go. Mm. We, can, we can go to production tomorrow. That's basically what they want. Interesting. And obviously you must have had Ken Block and Idris Elba in place from the Netflix development. And do you think that helped you when you were pitching to Quibi, having that talent already yeah. there? Yeah, absolutely. Again, in the UK, we're used to sort of putting putting names on proposals and, and you know, the agents themselves, if they if they engaged in, in every single idea, then, then it would be a lot of time for everyone. So, here we adopt more of a shorthand and we sort of say well would this person be right for it would that person be right for it maybe we'll put their name on the proposal uh, whereas again if you yeah, if you go into a US broadcaster network platform with a name on your deck 
then mm -hmm. that name has to be attached. They absolutely have to be attached. And so things work a bit more formally on that side. You know, things have to be packaged. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we've done that for Netflix already, as you say. So, yeah. so that was ready to go. And other than having two of Jeffrey Katzenberg's wish list items, um, what do you think it was that set your idea apart from everyone else that was pitching to him at that day? I'd like to think the, mat the materials helped. The fact that we, we'd sort of designed the show uniquely for them as well, because obviously, as I say, we'd done some development with it before, so it was ready to go. But we, we thought a lot about Quibi and how we would make this work over eight minutes and really sort of from the ground up did a lot of restructuring of it so they could see that that work had gone into it and, and that's what it's about really it's just you know we, we're now developing lots more ideas with Quibi and we understand their platform even more having delivered one series to them and for them they're a tech company at the end of the day so using their technology the fact that you can view each Quibi either horizontally or vertically and you get two streams so you can flip in the middle of viewing from one angle to another and it plays two cuts simultaneously and so developing ideas that use this technology and sort of integrate it they, they really really like that because they can tell that it's been sort of specially designed mm. for them so I think we had done a lot of that in preparation for that pitch already which I think also you know also helped it help them make an offer on it really quickly and how involved were they once the program was greenlit did you have a lot of notes or was there a lot more freedom comparatively to other so, broadcasters so I would say they were very involved but we didn't have a lot of notes. So they were absolutely all over every single detail of what we did. And we had a creative discussion about everything, but they let us lead. And I would say that the notes on the actual post-production process were, they were mainly notes of encouragement, of things that they loved, things they wanted us to do more of. You know, we had some parts of it where we, we sort of knocked it backwards and forwards and had discussions on, on how to make certain elements, storytelling elements work, graphics, things like that. Uh, but it was a really pleasurable process and they, I, I would describe them as, as a light touch in the edit absolutely the main note from them was just get to the action get to the action we actually shot loads more stuff than we <laughs> needed because they literally just wanted the stunt you know get to that as quickly as possible and entertain the viewers and in terms of the deal type obviously they offer you the right to your program and you have the ability to repackage it into long form after two years is that correct are you planning yeah. on doing that yeah, definitely. You know, we shot a lot, as I say. So there's definitely a long form documentary, probably a two part documentary that we will distribute two years after the launch on the 13th of April. And, you know, we had a, a sort of an eye on that as well while we, were, while we were shooting it. But as I say, I think, you know, one of one of the main important things about that is that the long form does have to be a different project to the short form obviously it can feature a lot of the same elements but it can't just be all the short form cribbies sort of stitched together and it's like right I've made one long form out of mm. those eight short forms it has to be a, a, a different project so you know we shot alongside ours all the process of building the stunts we were there on site with camera crews filming we built these 40 foot steel beams that were on top of shipping containers so that the cars could drive along a tightrope and you know the whole process of designing that and building it was all caught on camera and because the cribbies are so short and punchy a lot of the observation stuff with Idris and Ken when they're hanging out together. Idris got a bit of an injury at one point because they really were dangerous stunts and so obviously in the long form we'll be able to show a lot more of what happened there. So there's some really interesting elements that we can we can put in that and obviously we're, we're looking forward to two years time being able mm -hmm. to talk to broadcasters about, about showing that. 
And finally, on the subject of Quibi, do you have any advice for indies that are looking to pitch to the platform? I think just get to know the platform. Obviously, it's coming out uh, on Monday. Well, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but it probably <laughs> will be out by the time you hear yeah. it. So I would recommend getting the 90-day free trial of it and looking at the sort of thing that they are commissioning because it's got a very different DNA to the other SVOD platforms. And, and I don't think it was until we really got into the grips of, of making something for them that we realized how different their approach is. It's not just about short form, it's about using tech, but also big, bold ideas that really grab a viewer and you need to titillate the viewer really, really quickly. And so, you know, some of the ideas that they, they've got coming out, like Murder House Flip, which is, you know, people buying houses in where people have been murdered. It grabs you immediately. The idea of Idris Elba driving a go-kart on the wall of death okay, that, I can watch that in my lunch break. You know, it's a quick eight-minute bite of something. Understanding the nature of what they're trying to achieve with these quick bites, as they call them, is, I think, really key if you're going to go and pitch to them. So what's kind of going on with Workerbee at the moment? Are you still working? Have you got some corona-friendly productions in place? Yeah, it feels like we're as busy as ever. We've sort of had a, uh, had a range of different sort of tweaks, I suppose, to our slate. We've, we've had a few things postponed because we can't film them currently. They haven't been cancelled, but they've been postponed to later in the summer. Um, but we've been fortunate enough for some other projects that we're doing. The broadcasters have allowed us to tweak the editorial so that we can still create something. We, we've got our own post-production in-house. So before the lockdown, we were able to send all our editors home, test the connections. We've got a system where we download stuff to people's desktops, so we're not reliant on the internet, although we are remoting into our post-production suites, which is still in Manchester. So we're able to post and deliver. We've got a show coming out for Channel 4 that we're delivering this week called The World's Fastest Car, which is something that we've both sold and delivered during lockdown. We've sort of tweaked some of our other commissions so that they're now based around archive, whereas before they were based around access and filming and you know our clients like channel five and discovery have let us do that with some of those shows so we've, we've managed to keep everyone on board and everyone busy despite postponements uh, so it does feel like we're super busy good to hear it Thanks for listening to Broadcast Commissioning Chats. Don't forget to subscribe via any of the major platforms. We'll be back soon with more, but in the meantime, the latest commissioning briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.